0: The holy gospel according to Saint John the seventh chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let the one who believes in me drink. And as the Scriptures has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit, which believers in him were to receive. For as yet there was no Spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. you, You may be seated. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit that you send into your disciples and your followers, that they may be springs of living water, sharing faith and life to all they meet. In Jesus' name, amen. There was a very dignified pastor who was visiting a lady in the nursing home. The lady was in a wheelchair And as the pastor stood up to leave, she asked him, Would you pray for me? He gently took her hand and was praying in a normal way. Bring her comfort, bring her strength, bring her healing. And then he said, Amen. And as he said, Amen, her face began to glow. And she said to the pastor, Would you help me to my feet? Not knowing what she wanted, he helped her get to her feet. She took a few uncertain steps. And then she began to jump up and down and then to dance and shout for joy and cry with happiness. The whole nursing home saw what was happening. After she quieted down, the pastor said goodbye to her and went out to his car. He grabbed his steering wheel and he prayed, Lord, don't ever do that to me again. Pentecost, Holy Spirit, things that happened with the wind and living water. Every study of growing churches find that there's an attitude in the congregation that's most important. If we believe that it is God's will that we be a church, that we be a church that's alive and growing and serving the needs of the people, then we will be that, a growing church not because of positive thinking, but because of trusting in a promise. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and you shall have power. So why are we focusing on the Holy Spirit Pentecost today? Well, ascension has taken place and the disciples were there without Jesus, and we know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, what were the sheep to do without the shepherd? John 14, 16 tells us, and I will give you another counselor to be with you forever. And we know that the counselor comes mightily, And quickly, like lightning, like a mighty wind, like tongues of fire, Jesus' presence in that Holy Spirit is in the hearts of the followers. So what are the characteristics of a church filled with the Holy Spirit? Some churches, it is like jumping over the pews and shouting and crying and dancing in the aisles. That's probably not our tradition, although there's nothing wrong with it. So what's the characteristic of a church under the influence of the Holy Spirit? The characteristic is it's filled with Jesus, presence, and power and love. That's the sign of the Holy Spirit. So is that boring? Living water or wind? It's not stale or boring. And that's the same way for a spirit-filled believers. Living water and spirit wind and power. That's what Pentecost is about. That's what growing in the Spirit means, so that we can carry out the witness and ministry from this place into the world. The early church didn't hold the Spirit to a building nor to a place, but invited that spirit out into the community where they were living. So where is this little verse taking place that we're using for Pentecost this year? It's taking place in Jerusalem, and the feast is the feast of the tabernacles. That feast was seven days long, and it's a major feast and it celebrates the time Moses was in the wilderness with the people and he struck a rock and water came gushing out. So in this feast of tabernacles, the priest would go to the center of Jerusalem, to the pool of Shilom, and there was a spring there. The water was bubbling up out of a rock The priest would dip the pitcher into the water. He would take it back to the place of worship and he would pour it upon the people as they worshipped. Cold, living, fresh water. And on that last day, Jesus says to the crowds, when the Holy Spirit comes and lives in you, Out of your heart shall flow rivers of living water. A promise. A promise. So we celebrate Pentecost. It's a reminder when the Holy Spirit comes into our life, into our heart, into our inner being, and then starts flowing out. So we ask, What is this living water? What is this living water that flows and flows and flows? That living water is the Spirit of God. That living water is the love of God. That living water is compassion and tenderness and mercy and kindness and gentleness for all people. That love of God flows out of us. We are baptized, we are communed, we are filled with the Holy Spirit, and it flows out, out of our mouth, and out of our lips, and out of our hands, and out of our eyes. That living love of God comes out of us. It comes out with our eyes when we see what needs to be done. It comes out of our hands when we work with others, meeting their need, whatever that work may be. And it comes out of our heart when we look at the stranger and look at our neighbor and see them through the eyes of Christ. Water coming out of a rock. We're probably not too familiar with that. The Melus River in central Oregon. There is a river that flows there. It's 50- foot wide and about four foot deep. And there's a little state park called the Head of the Metrolist. You can walk to the head of that river. There are no streams to be seen. The river comes up out of the rock, 50 foot wide, 4 foot deep, right at the beginning. It sits there and comes and comes. Moss grows around it and grass and trees. It's silent and it's powerful. You can hear the peace in that river. Does that sound like something that God does in us? Where His Holy Spirit comes out of us fifty foot wide and four foot deep? The Metalus River comes from underground springs many of them, each contributing to the river, and then it pops up fully grown. That same thing happens to us with the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the living God comes to us with an unending supply of love. It's not our love. It's God's love inside us and we really don't understand how deep it is until hard times come, until persecution comes, until care and concern for others come, then we know, then we can see. We can see how God works. So what happens? What happens to you? When that river comes flowing out, what happens when God's love begins to flow? What are the consequences? What happens to those that are touched by God's Spirit around us? Like the Metalus River, it causes green living things to grow. Moss and trees and plants. And when the Spirit of God's love touches, there is good. And that goodness brings life. And that goodness brings change to hurting people. And so that is Pentecost for us. We have a gift, we have the Holy Spirit. We are called to share it. Amen.